You are listening to the Think Brick Australia podcast. Think Brick Australia represents the clay, brick and paver manufacturers of Australia. Brick by Brick, our podcast will discuss technical information and architectural case studies with special guests. I'm your host, Elizabeth McIntyre, the CEO of Think Brick Australia. On today's podcast, I'm welcoming back Jack Gill, our engineering team lead and general manager. And we're actually going to identify, pardon the pun, some of the gaps in the hit and miss wall cheat sheet. And what we're going to do today is just really go back and probably take a little bit more of a deeper dive into some areas that we feel could be embellished on a little bit more. Welcome, Jack. Thanks for having me once again, Elizabeth. All right. So let's just sort of start with hit and miss. Some people know them as a lattice wall. Some people know them as a chessboard. But what, from an engineering perspective, do they not have? Yeah, no, it's a great question. And they they do come by many names. I think we've got a honeycomb brickwork as well as perforated brickwork. So it's worth noting that all of those terms we've just thrown around do describe the same type of masonry walling system. And this is a wall that actually does not possess perpend joints or our perpendicular joints for those not familiar with the terminology. So as you can imagine, if you If you look at a normal brick wall that you would see as you're walking down the street, you can imagine that that wall is full of bricks and mortar. What a hit and miss wall looks like is one of those brick walls that actually is missing or has some gaps between each individual brick within a row of bricks. So I think that the chessboard that you mentioned is actually a really great way to visualise that. You get this sort of diagonal offset stacking with gaps that allow the user or allow the viewer to actually see straight through the wall. And Jack, we know that obviously masonry is covered by AS3700, but here is the catch. Does AS3700 cover the hit and miss walls? No. So it's actually a bit of a gap at the moment in our Australian standards. Again, <laughs> part of the, the pun. <laughs> but at the moment, there is actually no specific design provisions for a hit and miss wall within our Australian standards, which means that it's a question that we get asked quite a lot here at Think Brick from both architects and engineers, as well as builders, on what sort of design provisions we need to think about to ensure a hit and miss wall can perform from a structural standpoint. And that that isn't hit and miss. Oh, Elizabeth, it's getting worse. All right. (laughs) So what do we need to think about, Jack? So firstly, there's a couple of things that we can consider from the Australian standards that we can actually use and we can sort of manipulate them and and chop and change them to suit our design. And I believe we've already covered some of this a couple of years ago in our first hit and miss episode. But as a starting point for our budding designers and engineers and builders out there, we should always design a hit and miss wall as a non-load bearing wall. And what that essentially means is that this hit and miss wall will support its own self-weight. So the bricks will support the weight of themselves, but we're not going to make that wall bear any additional load. Support anything else. No. No. And as you can imagine, it's because we've got those voids or those holes in our brick wall. Mm -hmm. Additionally, there's a few other things that we can consider to ensure our wall is structurally sound for our given designs. So firstly, we can ensure that with a hit and miss wall, We want to try and design it so that it's supported on as many sides as possible. Generally speaking, we will say that it should be supported on at least three out of the four sides, so the bottom, 
and on either side. And that kind of almost, you get this idea of the wall being sandwiched by the rest of the regular bonded masonry. And for even more additional support, you might even have bricks over the top. So you're kind of almost creating this panel within a larger section of masonry. Mm -hmm. Now, what we want to actually get into a little bit more today that wasn't covered in our first Hit and Miss podcast episode is a few of the different and specific reinforcement and design scenarios that some clever architects and engineers and builders have actually employed to get really different looks for hit and miss walls, depending on what their site context is and depending on the actual length and height of their hit and miss wall panels. Jack, I think there are around four options of reinforcing hit and miss brick walls. Why don't we start with engaged piers? Yeah, perfect. That's a wonderful place to start. And I guess it's probably the easiest for most building designers to actually employ and use when they're talking about hit and miss walls. So what we generally get with an engaged pier, for those that are familiar, it's actually a section of thicker brickwork that is actually bonded into our wall to provide additional support. So it's almost giving this sort of buttress effect to our wall and it gives us that thicker cross-section, which can allow our wall to withstand greater loads. So how that works with a hit and miss wall is you might have a panel or a section of perforated brickwork, and then that might be adjacent immediate to an engaged pier, so one that sits within the wall. And that essentially allows that wall to have greater resistance to bending and resistance to failure from an engineering standpoint. Perfect. And I know that we've got plenty of examples of this by Fulton Trotter architects that have been used in schools and buildings and art galleries and everything. So we've got some great images there. Hmm. All right. The next one we're going to look at is visible steel frames. It's obviously not my preference, but we've got to address it. This is an interesting methodology that building designers have employed. Obviously, we're both biased here and we'd agree that the more bricks, the better. Um, However, this does have the distinct advantage of giving you greater flexibility of placement with your hit and miss screens. So when we have a steel frame, I almost like to think of it as a picture frame. So you actually have a four-sided square of steel and you actually put your hit and miss brickwork within that frame. That has the added advantage of giving you four sides of support for your hit and miss screen, as we were talking about a few minutes earlier. It also allows you to suspend or change the location of where your hit and miss wall would actually sit. So we have an example from our awards a few years ago, Harris Street by SJB Architects, where they actually suspended their hit and miss panels from the first floor of their building. And they actually were able to do that because they were sitting in that steel frame. Okay, and now we're going to go from a visible steel frame to a hidden steel frame. Yes, and as the, the, you can tell that these were maybe named by engineers when we were writing up our documents there. As the name suggests, a hidden steel frame is one that we can't see or we're not intended to see as we're looking at the masonry wall. The same principles apply from what we were talking about with a visible steel frame. So we'll have pieces of steel that are actually arranged almost in a frame or a grid-like structure. And this will be tied back to our hit and miss wall. And so that steel frame actually provides the structural support to ensure that our hit and miss wall stands upright from our wind loads and from our compression loads. And it ensures that it has that strength whilst also maintaining the appearance of a singular masonry hit and miss wall. So the way that we'll generally do it 
is that the steel frame will be located on the interior or internal side of the hidden miss brickwork. The idea being that when you're viewing the wall from the exterior or from the outside or from the preferred viewing angle, you won't see any steel. So you'll only see massive expanses of hit and miss or perforated brickwork. And look, we will say here that this obviously allows the brickwork to increase their bending capacity. But anyway, we will now go to the final sort of option there and that's around inbuilt supports. Yes, this is an interesting one that's popped up a few different times here at Think Brick Australia from a few different individuals. Uh, It's the one that I think makes the engineers both the most excited and nervous The idea is that when we're creating a hit and miss or a perforated brick wall, we need to obviously be looking at how we're supporting the bricks. The idea of an inbuilt support is, you know, we're taking the ideas of that hidden steel frame and that visible steel frame, and we're sort of saying, what if we would actually put that directly in the same plane as the hit and miss wall? So we actually have the steel in the same thickness or within the actual brickwork so that you're not seeing at all from Mm. either viewing angle. A really great example that I like to use for my reference as a sort of modern interpretation of a hit and miss wall is the Lipton Thayer House in Chicago in America. They actually were trying to go with this concept of threading a bar through Mm. the bricks themselves. And the metaphor that I like to use or the comparison that I like to use is a macaroni necklace. (laughs) So you're threading the bricks onto a pole and that pole actually gives the bricks a lot of flexibility in how they can be arranged. Sure. So, Jack, thank you for taking us through that. And this is just a little bit of a recap to make sure that I've understood everything correctly. The first thing is if you haven't listened to the first Hit and Miss podcast that I did with Michael Congress, that is a fun one to listen to and gives you all of that sort of little bit of introduction. But what we've wanted to do today is really to look at how do you reinforce hit and miss walls? Because that's a lot of the questions that we get in from a technical perspective. And the reason we get these questions is because AS3700 doesn't actually cover hit and miss brick walls. And we need to treat it as a non-load bearing wall when we're considering this for structural design. So what we went through was some methods for reinforcing hit and miss walls. And we started with engaged piers, which really, if we were to use it in a marital term, really is about joining two things together and marrying that hit and miss wall to a pier so that it increases the bending capacity and makes it a little bit more stronger and durable. We then went through talking about some visible steel frames, which can be seen to the naked eye, but it allows the brickwork to be suspended above openings and it gives, again, the brickwork that capacity to be able to bend. We then went to talk around hidden steel frames, same, same, but different. You can't see them. And normally on the other side of hit and miss brick walls. And again, it increases the structural support and the bending capacity, but it doesn't take away from the effect of a hit and miss brick wall. And the last one we talked about was specific inbuilt supports. And I think that this one is where we've got sort of some of that intricate brickwork where there's some special effects that need to be made. And we did use the example of a steel rod going down some of this brickwork in the US, but that's some of the options available. And as always, Jack, you know I love doing something while I'm listening to podcasts. Where can people sort of find more information or see some of the images that we're talking about? 
Definitely. So I'd say the best place to go would obviously be our Think Brick Australia website. We obviously have manuals and fact sheets that cover a lot of the content we've talked about today. We additionally have a webinar on our YouTube channel that talks specifically about the different reinforcement methodologies we've discussed today. So if you're interested in the details here, I would definitely recommend checking out our YouTube channel. Thank you, Jack, for helping us understand a little bit more the support behind the hit and miss brick wall. Thanks, Elizabeth. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please follow, rate and review our podcast. We are always looking for new ways to think brick. If you have an idea of what you'd like to hear about, there's a link in our show notes to let us know.